Hey there, everyone. Before we start the show, we here at Popcorn for Dinner want to give a big shout out to our good friend and illustrator, Kyle Kedzik, for helping us celebrate making it to 40 episodes with some uh, brand new custom artwork, which is now up on all of our social media accounts. We love it. We hope you love it. And if you're looking for some new custom artwork for your business or project, you can look him up on Facebook at Kyle Kedzik or even drop him a line at kylekedzik at gmail.com. That's K-Y-L-E-K-E-D-Z-U-C-H at gmail.com. there everybody welcome back to popcorn for dinner this is jeff and kelly it is october again yay which means it is scary movie month again yay i know it's it's so exciting i love this like i i want to do more horror movies throughout the year as well mm-hmm. like i have no it's not like we can't do any scary movies it's not october <laughs> um but it is just so much fun to have a month specifically dedicated to it yes last year for October was essentially the beginning of us doing movies specifically for the episodes. Yeah. It seems crazy, but like the first like seven or so episodes didn't have any Mm -hmm. specific movie that we watched for it. But now you're later. That's basically the deal. (laughs) Uh, So it was very exciting to sort of come up with a specific thing. Cause last, last time it was like, we just did like darkness falls Mm-hmm. and saw mm-hmm. and halloween resurrection and then we did one that wasn't even about movies it was just like a would you rather game that we kind of played right so coming into it this year it was like okay so we got five weeks yes for october which is awesome love that and just sort of thinking of how to go about it you know it's like mm-hmm. scary movies okay that's that's a broad topic yeah pretty broad <laughs> So trying to figure out a way to do it. And it just so happened, it was literally just from looking through the services that we had Mm -hmm. and realizing that certain things fit into certain decades that we were suddenly like, oh, there we go. So (laughs) for Scary Movie Month this year, we are going to do them by decades Mm -hmm. simply because we saw this on, uh, it was Showtime that we watched it on. It was like a Showtime app. Yes. We saw this. I knew that I had uh, wanted to do it, or at least wanted to see the movie <laughs> mm-hmm. at some point in my life and just never did. Yeah. So it just seemed like a good place to start. And since it was a movie from the 70s, it suddenly clicked of like, oh, my God, we'll do 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s. We'll just pick a movie from each of those decades mm-hmm. as we go along. Yep. For the first week of Scary Movie Month. We are going to be talking about the 1979 American psychological horror film, When a Stranger Calls. Last note I wrote into my notes, (laughs) starting from the end, uh, and not necessarily like plot wise, but just the last thing that I wrote after sitting down and watching this entire movie Mm -hmm. was, well, that was fucking weird. Yes, it was. <laughs> uh, in so... ways in ways that I just could not have even imagined. Yeah. Like, there are also multiple notes that I have that are simply just like, what is this movie? Mm-hmm. Like, I was so caught off guard by the direction <laughs> that it took. Yeah. Um, 
and like early on too yeah it just veered off like oh oh okay we're going this way now it was one of those things like the the opening 20 minutes of this movie is like the calling card of this movie Mm -hmm. and from looking into it because i didn't know this before the first 20 minutes was like it was a short film that the director made called the sitter gotcha and that was like the thing Mm -hmm. and then when that got attention and people wanted to turn it into a full movie it was like okay well well what do you do where do you go from there and I guess I can kind of see, like, there there are similarities between it and Halloween that had come out the year before mm-hmm. in certain ways. But you can kind of see how they may have been like, we're going to do this different. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be just a Halloween clone. Yeah. Which is good and all. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> I don't know if I would have done it this way, uh, yeah. personally. I mean, to start at the start, the the opening sequence of the movie, because mm-hmm. it's not just like a little scene. It's like a full-blown 20-minute long thing. Right. For one, it was a huge inspiration for the beginning of Scream, which, I mean... yeah. Who saw that? Like, yeah, right. <laughs> it's so clearly like it was cool watching it and sort of getting that vibe of like, okay, mm-hmm. like this is so clearly where that kind of thing came from. Yeah. But the movie starts off with fucking Carol Kane as Jill. I don't know if you've ever seen Carol Kane in anything before. I don't think so. She uh, she's been in some stuff that you might know. Uh, I remember her greatly from The Princess Bride. Okay. She has a scene where she plays this like old crone woman with uh, with uh, Billy Crystal. Uh, is like They're like a couple. Okay. And they like make potions or some shit. I forget exactly. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. But it's like that's what I remember her from <laughs> mm-hmm. really specifically. Uh, she was in the Muppet movie. But the one that I feel like you might know her from... Haven't you seen Scrooged? I have, yes. Yeah, with Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. She is the ghost of Christmas present. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's it was one of those things where even when I looked it up, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, she like whacks him with her mm-hmm. with her fucking like wand and stuff. It was like, oh yeah, like I know her and I knew her from stuff. So but it but that didn't pop into my head immediately of like, yeah, Scrooged. Yeah. But it was like, oh fuck yeah, Carol Kane. <laughs> Um, which I was like so surprised by. I had no clue that it was her, mm-hmm. like that she was even in this movie. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to be amazing. <laughs> her as the lead character, the, you know, the, the girl who's terrorized by the psychopath and all that. Yeah. Cause the whole beginning of the movie is essentially just that old urban legend. Yeah. Babysitter getting threatening phone calls. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out the calls are coming from inside the house, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which is like the the way that it's set up is pretty brilliant in its like building of tension and stuff. Something that I noticed immediately while watching it because it was like, I didn't know exactly how it was going to go. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if there was going to be like he chases her through the house and, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. So the whole time that they would like hold on her in the foreground Mm-hmm. But you would see the staircase to upstairs in the background. Yeah. And I was like, that's such a brilliant, simple little tactic for building suspense of just like, I'm trying to watch her mm-hmm. and listen to what she's talking about. But my eyes keep glancing over at that yeah. staircase because yes. you never know if something's going to come down the staircase. There was also a door at the end of the hall, like the the view from like the living room where she pretty much was the whole time. Yeah. Down the hall, past the front door and staircase. There was mm-hmm. a door that was 
peeked open a little bit, <laughs> and I found myself glancing over there a lot. Like he's gonna, he's going to be in that doorway. Yeah, everyone yeah. expects the stairs. He's going to be <laughs> he's going to be at the end of the hall. Yeah. Uh, so I thought it was really really good in that sense, like of like, oh man, this is like nice and creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing about it, like there was something that I read, and I was like, I get the concept. And I don't know exactly where this problem lies because it's like, I assume that Showtime has like good qualities of the movies that they're presenting, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like possibly maybe it was because we watched it on that and we knew it wasn't like a DVD or something like that. Mm-hmm. But the sound design in this movie it was awful. It was terrible. Oh. And there was one thing and I was like I said, the thing that I read about. Where I was like, that would totally work and be awesome if the sound design as a whole was not garbage. But the whole thing mm-hmm. was that it was like every time the phone would ring, it would get a little bit louder. Like it was, you know, gotcha. just, you know, building that like, oh, the terror and the like, oh, God, I don't want it to ring anymore. You know, that yeah. kind of thing. And it's like, it kind of worked. It was just that even the first rings were, yeah, they were unbearable. They were terrible. Yeah. And then it would go immediately into her talking on the phone with someone and you couldn't hear them at all. Yeah. Unless you cranked the volume up some more. And then as soon as that would be done, something like kind of spooky would happen and the fucking music would kick in like seven decibels louder than even the phone. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, this is fucking garbage. This is so terrible. Yeah. And some of that music too was so cacophonous. Yeah. It was like seven string instruments all playing different <laughs> shit just improvising over each other yeah it was not a very well put together like sound design for this movie i mean i was i was a little put off and i was like oh god please don't be like uh, an indicator of this whole movie when the mom of the couple is talking to jill when she gets there to babysit because mm-hmm. i was like either that's not that woman's voice like or it's definitely not her voice on set yeah. Like it was clearly put in later, but it also possibly might not have been her voice, but it was just so clearly not from the set. It was so clearly mm-hmm. added in later and not very well. Yeah. And I was just like, ooh, I hope that was just like a first day of shooting. We kind of screwed the pooch on the sound, so we had to mm-hmm. improvise later. And it just, it, 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 it continued through the whole movie. Yeah. Because like right now we're just talking about the opening. And if you've never seen this movie before, you'll understand why, like why (laughs) this is, why it's sort of like a completely separate thing. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, so this opening thing, very effective, (laughs) uh, obviously other than some of the, the disparities in sound. Uh, like I liked the whole bit with the ice maker where it was just like, there's some noise happening in this house mm-hmm. and she doesn't know what it is. And she's going to go and look for it. And you're like, well, the movie's fucking called when a stranger calls mm-hmm. and it's like a horror movie. So she's going to go looking and she's going to find something she didn't want to find. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be terrible. And then it was like, oh, it's the fucking ice maker dropping ice. Yeah. Like, holy crap. And you feel that little bit of tension, like relieve mm-hmm. until the phone rings again. And you realize like, oh shit, there still is something happening here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's. There's. It's still a stranger calling. Yes, the stranger has not left. Um, and I 
it, it was something that I noticed during this whole thing because it's like it, for the most part I couldn't tell sometimes <laughs> what was being said by on the other end of the phone. Yeah, when he would call because it was like she she called her friend at the beginning mm-hmm. and they're talking about Bobby because mm-hmm. my second note is just Jill likes Bobby. Like that was just <laughs> I was just like I wonder if that'll come into play. It really doesn't. No. Uh, but th- they're talking and you can kind of hear the the girl on the other end of the line, and then. The phone calls really begin, mm-hmm. and it, it sounded like he was just making noise. I mean, at first, I it sounded just like noises. Like, like I just yeah. heard, it sounded like clicking to me. I, I couldn't tell what the hell was going on there. Yeah. At, at some point, I did eventually hear, like, why haven't you checked the children? That was blood chilling. Yeah. That moment right there it was so perfect and so well done after all of these calls of, like, there's like nothing happening. Mm-hmm. Like he might be like eating something on the other end. <laughs> yeah, like and, and there's no specific like threat to her. Like obviously mm-hmm. it's it's just unsettling to keep getting phone calls, especially in that era mm-hmm. where it's like this phone is for this house right here. Yeah. And it's probably not some random like telemarketers. Like I don't know when telemarketers really came into vogue or whatever, but yeah. it's like you know, it's like someone is dialing this number mm-hmm. repeatedly. Yeah, repeatedly, and it's a rotary phone, so it's like God, that takes forever. Yeah. <laughs> like you have to be really dedicated to harass someone with a phone back in those days. <laughs> um, and I forget. I, I believe he says that before she ever calls the cops. Like she's just sitting there, like, oh, this is this is weird. And I don't like this. But she doesn't do anything about the cops until he says. And I wrote it down specifically because just the. Just why haven't you checked the children? Yes. And it was like, there's something about that phrasing mm-hmm. where it's like, you immediately know that they have been watching you in some form. Yeah. It's like, you've been here for a while and I know you haven't checked the children because you've been down here this whole time. Yeah. So why haven't you? And it's just like the implications that that mm-hmm. line brings up is just so chilling. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's fucking, that's that's awesome. I was I was fully on board with that. And it was mm-hmm. like her terror from that, her calling the cops, Yeah. Uh, how the ineffectual that, the cops were. Okay, for a second, real quick, the fact that she had to call the operator to be connected to the police department. Yeah, that and was get, like. And get the like seven digit number for, like obviously it was a fake 555 number, yeah. but in place of a seven digit number for a police department like 911 wasn't a thing yet like apparently that's it seems wild but i mean there had to have been a time when it started and a time before it started and all that yeah um apparently the opening of the movie is supposed to take place in the past from 1979 when the movie came out okay so So it's like essentially the seven years later gets us to 1979 Okay. So I think the beginning was supposed to take place at about 1972 or so. Okay. So that might, yeah, you know, add to that. Where it's like, yeah, by 1972, nobody thought of 911 yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, she calls the cops. They're completely ineffectual. I love the fucking the one line that I could really make out is that the cop just says, "Probably just some weirdo." Mm-hmm. And it was like, "Yeah, that's what she's worried about, yeah. you idiot!" <laughs> like, she's not. Uh, what? Wh- yeah. yeah. She doesn't think it's some like polite old lady on the other line. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> someone keeps making the mistake of dialing this number. It's like, no, it's some weirdo. Help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like, I get that it's that, you know, there's truly not much they could do. Like they could send someone mm-hmm. to like be with her. Yeah. 
Uh, especially if she's concerned that like they can see her. Yeah. Or it's like, hey, isn't that like imminent bodily threat or yeah. something like that? <laughs> um, but either way, the cops are just like, well, next time they call, keep them on the line. Yeah. We will be like monitoring and we'll trace the call and we'll find out where the person is. Yeah. Um, did you know where it was going? Like, did, did you know that it was going to be the whole like the calls are coming from inside the house? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, obviously I did as well. So yeah. it, it was like <laughs> less of a like, oh, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder where, mm-hmm. but more just like, when is she going to find out Yeah. and what is going to happen because of that? Yeah. So her getting him on the line and like keeping him talking, mm-hmm. I thought was an- another sort of excellent piece of it in terms of like, because she even says something along the lines of like, I don't want to. Yeah. Like that's not, no, like, yeah. I don't want to talk to this person more. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, well, I mean, that's what you got to do. You got to, you know, keep them on the line. Obviously, like we were saying, we had issues with the sound. <laughs> so hearing exactly what he said to her while they were talking was a little bit tough. But I do know that she, she asks him like, what do you want? Yeah. And he says something along the lines of like, your blood all over me. You know, something super creepy and crazy like that. Yeah. And something that I, for some reason, noted at, in that moment, like it, it hit me there and I don't know exactly what it is about it that, that made me think this, but I was like, in, in, <laughs> I almost said in the before times, like <laughs> in the long, long ago, uh, but you know, back before like horror movies were like a thing where it's just like, yeah, dude, just fucking crank them out, crank them out. Like there's like 40 every year and they're all garbage and who cares? People pay to go see them, whatever. Yeah. You know, back then you know halloween had just come out mm-hmm. black christmas was like 74 i think it was so it was like you know five years prior mm-hmm. uh so that similar kind of slasher-esque proto slasher kind of movie yeah there was something about because I, I remember talking about billy a lot when we did that black christmas episode mm-hmm. about like how creepy he was and how much it kind of got to me of like yeah. oh man this is weird and it's like something about back then the crazy people, the, you know, the, the killers, the whatever mm-hmm. always seemed like they were doing things because they were crazy. Yeah. And less because it's a scary movie and that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Scream obviously gets a, a pass, you know what I mean? It's not even in the same ballpark because it's like, it's clearly playing with that completely. Oh yeah. So there's no real way to be like, well, you know, that guy knows he's in a horror movie too much and it's like well that's kind of the point he's making a horror it's, it's a whole different fucking yeah ball of worms uh, <laughs> i'm mixing up all of my shit but like those phone calls from him mm-hmm. that line about the blood just like the way that he said it and the the scenario that it is like he's not mocking or being specifically like like i'm gonna fucking kill you bitch you yeah. know what i mean it's just like what do you want? And it's like, I just well, I want blood, your blood. Like, uh, like, you know, it's like, I wouldn't have said this if you hadn't asked. Yeah. But since you asked, <laughs> this is what's on my mind. Yeah. Blood. Um, <laughs> and he, he just seems that much crazier to me. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't just know like if I've legitimately insane. Yeah. Like full on, like this is just a messed up person mm-hmm. and not like, Oh, here's our villain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Oh, I hope he's funny. Like Freddy Krueger or something, you know, it's like, he's just a fucking crazy messed up dude. Mm hmm. And then when she gets the call back from the cops, which I thought was uh, 
really fun like sorry i just like getting ahead of myself a little bit um but she gets like you know because obviously the cops tell her like oh we'll monitor the call right and she gets to that moment where he says that he wants to wants her blood all over him Mm -hmm. so then she says something about like calling the cops and i again i couldn't quite tell what Um, he said no she said something about getting a ride home like doctor, well, right, but then doctor. she says like, or maybe the police. Yeah, or maybe the or maybe the the cops will take me, and that's yeah. when he and then he responded with, "You called the cops." Okay, that's when I was going to ask. I yeah. was like, "Did he say you called the cops?" And like a threatening, like questioning tone, like, "What you called the cops?" Mm-hmm. Or was he like, yeah. "You won't call the cops," or something? You know, I just heard the word "cops." Yeah, so I wasn't quite sure, but I thought maybe it was like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and so he kind of freaks out or whatever. And then he hangs up, right? I'm pretty yeah. certain that it's like, oh, and then she's just like, okay, fine. And she hangs up the phone and then it like immediately rings again mm-hmm. and she picks it up. And I don't remember exactly what she says, but she's like on the defensive and she's just like, what do you want or something? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. As soon as it happened, I was like, oh my God. Like for one, I knew it was going to be the cops and I knew it was right. going to be them being like, Jill, the calls, they're coming from inside the house. You need to get out and all that. But as soon as it happened, like her, like getting that, like, oh, like look on her face of like fucking again, you're calling, picking it up, getting angry about it. I realized how much of a exact parallel there is in Scream to that <laughs> in the first one when Drew Barrymore at the beginning when she keeps getting the calls from him, keeps getting the calls from him. Mm-hmm. She hangs up on him, fucking calls back again, and she picks up the phone and she's just like, listen, asshole. And then he, it's the killer, and he rips into her some more, like, no, you listen, you little bitch, I'm gonna vote, you know, all that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. <laughs> um, and so I kind of liked that. It was like, oh, that was, that That seems, especially just due to how, you know, influenced it was, mm-hmm. it seems like that's a callback to this moment in When a Stranger Calls, where it's like, she picks up all angry, but it's the cops telling her about it. But mm-hmm. in Scream, she picks up all angry, and it's like, oh, no, it's him again, yeah. and he's pissed now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I loved it. Like, it, it just, immediate. In yeah. my head, I saw that scene from Scream. I was just like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Like, oh, this is the best thing in the world. And then the like the moment of her trying to leave, yeah. like running to the door, pulling it open, but the fucking chain lock is still on it, mm-hmm. which then immediately again, I was like, oh, like Sydney later in Scream when she's trying to run and the fucking chain's still on it. So she has to close it and pull the chain again. And then when she pulls open the door, it's Dewey. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, it's Cliff, the detective guy. Yeah. And it's the weirdest fucking segue I've ever seen. Because it's like just before that happens, you see the 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 light from the door upstairs opening where the children were sleeping. Mm-hmm. And you see like the silhouette of a man come out of the room. Yeah. So she's freaking out, rips open the door. And then it's like a still frame of the detective in the doorway. Mm-hmm. Like she pulls it open, screams. It shows him. He, he looks like he's, I don't, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't even begin to like explain the expression on his face. If someone was like, what did he look like? Was he like sad or was he mad or was he, and it was like, he looks like someone got his order wrong at a restaurant or something. Like he looks a little annoyed yeah, and maybe kind of like tired. It was just the, like, it wasn't like a cop, like, Hey, or like, what's happening here? Yeah. Or like, I'm coming to rescue you. It was just kind of like, Hey, (laughs) and I was like, why is he reacting like that to her? Also, why does this look so weird? Mm -hmm. And then it kind of like zooms in closer on the frame and then pulls back out. And then the footage kind of starts and it's, 
later. Yeah. Because she's gone and now yeah. there's cops all over the house. And the parents are home. Yeah, the parents are home. The kids are dead. The dead bodies being carried out in body bags just like over the shoulder. <laughs> it looked like trash bags. I was like, Seriously. oh, that's uh that's okay. It's <laughs> pleasant. But yeah, it was just trash <laughs> trash bags full of kids. Yeah. Pull just <laughs> dragged out the front door. Uh, Cliff and Charlie, that we eventually learn are their names because yeah. th- th- at that point I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, and they're talking about it, and it was like, oh, the kids were dead like, you know, an hour before. Hours. Know, hours before. And essentially, from that point, it's like that, that all happens. You know, the kids are dead. He killed them. They caught him. He's a crazy British man, like a merchant seaman mm-hmm. who is here in America for some reason. Yeah. And he went crazy and killed these kids. And now he's been captured. Uh, okay. Yeah. And then it cuts to like seven years later. Mm-hmm. Now, the descriptor of this movie says specifically that it's like a young woman is terrorized by a like madman killer that terror you know or she's revisited by a madman who terrorized her mm-hmm. years ago so it says seven years later and i'm sitting here like all right so we're gonna see where jill is now and something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Halloween style escape from a mental institution, which is what happens. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, that was sort of just what my vibe was. Is I was yeah. like, okay, so he's going to like get out or something. She's going to be trying to move on from this. Their stories will get intermingled again somehow, however mm-hmm. it goes. Maybe it'll be way too much like Halloween. Maybe it'll do its own <laughs> thing. We'll see. It did its own thing. Oh, it did its own thing because we don't see Jill again. We don't see Jill for the next hour of the movie. Yeah. Easily. And I I wrote down into my notes during the rest of it. I was just like, where's Jill? And then later, so no more Jill? Yeah. Like, it was just like, she's just gone from this movie? Like, what is what? Yeah. But I was like, I guess maybe the synopsis is just wrong yeah. that he comes back <laughs> to terrorize her because she's not a part of the movie anymore. Yeah. So... Okay, whatever. <laughs> but essentially what it turns into is that Cliff now is a PI instead of an actual cop. So he gets hired by Dr. Papadopoulos. I forget the guy's name. <laughs> I didn't um, I, I didn't write Dr. it down. Dr. Man something. Yeah, it was it was a long Dr. complicated Manzoukas. name. <laughs> Dr. Jason Mansukas. <laughs> um, but it, he gets hired by him because Duncan, right, was the guy's name? Kurt Kurt Duncan. Kurt Duncan. Mm-hmm. So he does escape from the mental institution yes. where he's being held. Somehow. Some and way. so uh, Dr. Matsuka is hired. <laughs> I'm just going to call him that from now on. Yeah. Uh, hire. I mean, which again, doesn't ever matter again. He yeah. hires Cliff to go and find and bring in the escaped Duncan. Correct. And we never see him again. He is just gone from the movie. Yep. He sends Cliff off on this quest, and now he doesn't matter at all anymore. Yep. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Again, it's one of those things that you don't realize until the movie's over, and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. What? Uh, okay. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't Dr. Manzugas want to know what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Like, there's nothing. It's 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 ridiculous I, yeah. how much things just get dropped. Yeah. <laughs> so Cliff is going to go P.I. his way around the city mm-hmm. to try and track down uh, this killer, Mr. Duncan. 
there's like a city that he assumes Duncan's going to go back to. He's like, he's a foreigner. He's been locked up for seven years. He's going to go to the only place that he recognizes, which is like a city. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I'll find him. It's like, okay, fine. Like you're doing your thing and he's going around showing people pictures and Mm -hmm. he's, you know, trying to track him down, talking with all these people uh, because he is essentially just a dude. Like there's no Michael Myers aspect to him. Right. It's like, oh, yes, he's he's, he's just pure evil. Mm -hmm. There's nothing there. Like, no, he's just a he's a guy who apparently went completely insane and tore some children to pieces. Yeah. He's also not like a fucking Freddy Krueger or Jason Voorhees where it's like, (laughs) are they back from the dead? Are they dream demons? No, he is literally just a man. Yeah. He's just a a painfully average man. Yes. Yes. Um. So he's just out looking for this guy like you would look for pretty much anybody where it's Mm -hmm. like, I don't know where this person is. It's the 70s. There's no Internet. I'm just going to walk around and talk to people. (laughs) You know, that's just the way that that you look for people. Mm -hmm. But he like for as average and regular Joe as as this Duncan guy is, essentially, it's like he is still like an escaped criminal. Like even though he was sent to a mental institution. Yeah. He's still murder, like he's still a murderer. You know, it's yeah. not like it was like, oh well, he was crazy though. So if he escapes, I mean, what are we gonna do? Send the cops after him? Like, no, yeah, yeah. I don't understand why I... there are zero police looking for him. Yeah, because I... he wanders around this city and just like lives a life. Yeah, and just hangs out. He goes to bars. He just hangs out on the street with vagrants. Like he is doing nothing to hide himself that is kind of my biggest thing Mm -hmm. he's wandering around the city he goes to that bar he uh, assaults that woman gets the shit kicked out of him like that was probably the most bizarre thing in this movie is that it's like there's that whole opening sequence Mm -hmm. and it's like oh he's this terrifying monster that you never see and then it's cliff getting sent on his mission to go find this guy Mm -hmm. it's like oh okay so he's got to find this killer guy and i wonder where he is i wonder where he's hiding i wonder what he's doing And then it just cuts to this bar and it shows this like just frazzled looking man. Mm -hmm. And I wrote it to my notes specifically. I just wrote, is that the guy just (laughs) hanging out in a bar? Yeah. I was so confused. I was like, he's just, he's just chilling. Like that's his, like he escaped, like he's a madman who escaped the mental institution. Yeah. And his instinct is just to like go to a bar and hang out and like hit on some lady. And try to buy her drinks and Mm. get his ass kicked. (laughs) It was the least threatening, like, because that's the introduction of him. Yeah. Like, as much as the rest of the movie or the beginning of the movie is all, like, about what he did and how horrible he was. Mm -hmm. This is, like, if if you're going to have him as a guy, you know what I mean? And not just, like, a shadowy specter that you sometimes maybe see or he puts a mask on. But it's, like, if you're going to have him as just a dude... That is a terrible introduction to him. It was just yeah. like, okay, so he's going to try to buy Tracy a drink. Mm-hmm. She's going to rebuff him a billion times. Yeah. I wrote down, I was like, dude, I know you're crazy, but take the hint. I wrote, this guy better be the killer because he's creepy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then one of the other bar patrons is just like, hey, she's fucking, she said no like a thousand times. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. This dude just doesn't like the look of this guy. Yeah. And he doesn't like that he's bothering her and he doesn't, he's giving like no quarter or anything. Like when he tries to reach for the drink again mm-hmm. and he just like, blam, just bashes it off the fucking counter. Yeah. And he's just like, get out. 
nobody wants you here. You're bothering everybody. Just leave right now. Just leave. And he's just like, oh, well, I guess I'll just, uh, I don't even remember what gets him. Duncan tries to attack the bar guy, right? I think so. Did he? No, he spit on him. Oh, that's right. He like gets in his face. And he's like, what the fuck are you going to do about it? Huh? Huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Duncan <laughs> just like gets that like look on his face <laughs> and spits right in his face and then just gets the shit kicked out of him and just dragged into an alley. Yep. And I was like, this is the dude we're supposed to be afraid of for the rest of this movie. Like, yeah. I get that. He murdered some kids, and that's terrible and all. He seems kind of meek, though. Yeah, he just seems like a pathetic sack of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was reading a little bit about like the the like characterization of of Duncan, and how the director kind of based him on a guy that he knew in college, where <laughs> flattering. Well, well, that's the thing. No, he said he's like this guy. Anytime he would come into a room, he would just make people uncomfortable. But not like because he was doing things or, you know, because he was actively trying to. Mm-hmm. But it was just like for some reason, literally his presence just made people uncomfortable. That is an interesting concept yeah. for a character. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, like making him so pathetic yeah. <laughs> and just like seemingly not being evil. Mm-hmm. It was just like, so what is this then? Yeah. Because he like gets his ass kicked and then I think he just gets dragged out and eventually he's just like hanging out with vagrants on the street, like doing nothing, just like sitting around. That was the same night that he followed. It was Tracy, right? Tracy. Yeah. He followed her home. Oh, my God. That's right. Holy shit. I don't understand how I could have forgotten about that. <laughs> um, Because as much as I liked her. Like, I, I love just the fact that, you know, like, she wasn't taking any shit in the bar. Mm-hmm. Where, like, I love when she just, like, moved down several seats just yeah. to be like, yeah, no. And then, like, grabs her purse and moves it down with her. And it's just like, I've told you no a thousand times. Mm-hmm. You literally won't stop. And so now I'm just going <laughs> to move over here now. <laughs> you know, uh, and uh, and then after he gets the shit kicked out of him and then eventually she's leaving mm-hmm. and he watches her and we get a fairly lengthy sequence of her walking home yes which i was okay with uh for the most part because there were some really cool shots in it Mm -hmm. like i liked some of the the like that tunnel that she walked past that was a really cool one Mm -hmm. the second time they do it later is a way better shot and i don't understand why they framed it differently because the first time it goes by i noticed i was like oh that would be a really cool shot if they just move the camera up a little bit and, yeah. and cut out the 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 street that you kind of see at the bottom, because mm-hmm. it was like it was just off center yeah. and it didn't look very like just aesthetic. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's a that's a bummer. You you almost so had close. a really good shot there, and then later they're they're basically doing the exact same thing again, mm-hmm. and the shot is centered up and the streets out of the frame and everything. And I was like, yeah, that right there. What are there you doing? You <laughs> like, did you? Did you reset to shoot this a second time? Like, it seemed odd that they would do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I, I assume you shot these on the same night. Mm-hmm. You would almost have to. Like, yeah. we're here. We're set up. We got the actress. Like, <laughs> why would you set this up a second night? Unless they purposefully did it so it didn't look like it was the same shot. <laughs> it's just, it just seemed odd to me. It was like, you yeah, have one really pretty version of this shot. <laughs> and then one, like, kind of version of it. Why would you use the bad one? It seemed weird. So she's going home and there's just this general feeling of unease because, you know, that he's there. You know, Mm -hmm. that he was watching her. 
Uh, you know that he has some sort of fixation on her. Mm-hmm. So this is going somewhere like I assume this is going to be like the the murder. You know, like, is there mm-hmm. going to be like another murder because he's a murderer? And that's what yeah. we're like I, not here for. Like, yeah, yeah, murder, yeah, murder. <laughs> but like. It's sort of what we're here for. Yeah. <laughs> like you expect that that's what's coming next. It's like, oh, and this is the next victim, and then and we haven't seen any blood yet. Yeah, really. So she's going home. She gets into the elevator of her building, mm-hmm. and this is the part that threw me so much. And I was like, as much as I liked her leading up to this, all of a sudden it was like, why are you such a big dummy? You dummy. Where is this coming from? Because she gets in the elevator to her building, goes up to her fucking floor. Comes out of the elevator, walks up to her apartment door, mm-hmm. and then looks over and just says, oh, it's you. And you see that he's, like, standing in the hallway, mm-hmm. just, like, kind of staring at her. Yeah. Oh, it's you? Yeah. Uh, wh- how is that your reaction? How is it not, how the fuck did you find me? Why the fuck did you follow me? Well, here's the fucking craziest thing, because, like, it, it, immediately, I was put on alert from that moment Mm -hmm. you know what i mean even just as the viewer because i was like how the fuck did he get here like if he followed her here yeah and didn't take the elevator up then that means he got to her building before her yeah and got to her floor before her and was waiting for her where did he get that information or is he just (laughs) really quick up the stairs I don't know, but there's a right at the end of the movie. There's another moment of like, how did he know what he apparently needed to know in order to do the things that he does? Yeah, it is really bizarre, and the movie gives absolutely zero answers. Yeah. But he follows her home. He goes into her apartment, and she's just like she, all, her only reaction is like, "Hey, you gotta go." Mm-hmm. It's like he just walked in. This crazy man yeah. who followed you here, like your reactions are not big enough. Yeah. And she eventually just like kicks him out. Mm-hmm. And there's another moment in there that shows him just being like super pathetic and sad where he just says like, I don't have anywhere else to go. Yeah. That's very true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, But I don't understand what you're trying to get at movie. Like, do yeah. you want us to feel bad for this guy? Yeah. Because, like, moments later you tell us that he tore those children apart with his bare hands. Yeah. What what are you getting at? What is this movie? It was so bizarre because, that I mean, that comes when Cliff finds her. Because he's looking around and someone Mm -hmm. says that, like, oh, we saw him down at this bar. And I guess he got her address from someone at the bar, which also seems weird to me. Yeah. He just shows up at her apartment as well. Unless he got her name and then yellow oh, pages. Oh yeah. I guess I guess that is possible. <laughs> I was just like it, I was like it's the 70s. No one knows anything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um but like he he comes to her apartment, Cliff does, mm-hmm. and he just starts threatening her through the door. Yeah. Like, he is the worst private investigator Seriously. on the planet. Like I truly was like I wrote in here like doofus slob <laughs> idiot like he is the worst I, I i don't even necessarily have a problem with like the actor himself yeah like he he's wonderful he's in a few coen brothers movies too he's in oh brother where art thou as a uh, pappy okay but like you know yeah, yeah. I, I just always remember I a scene of looked, him like dancing yeah i knew he looked familiar but i couldn't quite place it yeah like so it's like I, it's nothing about the the, the actor or mm-hmm. anything it's not even a case of like 
oh, so your hero cop is some like fat guy. You know what I mean? Where it's like, okay, so he's not fucking like Magnum PI or something, but like (laughs) that doesn't matter. It's just the fact that he's like an idiot Mm -hmm. and he's abrasive and he makes terrible decisions all the time. And he says things like when he's pounding on her door and he, she says something that's like, oh, what, what, what are you, a cop? And he says something along the lines of like, I'll show you a badge. Open up this door, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, geez, okay. She opens the door for him. First thing he says when he comes through the door is, I haven't got a badge. And then he says that he left his private investigator's license at home. Yep. And I was like, what, what kind of fucking PI are you? Yeah, seriously. Like you're going around banging down doors searching for a, like a murderer mm-hmm. and you don't have your yeah. license? Like, <laughs> wh- why, why does the movie make these choices for this character to make him seem so stupid? And then like, because then their whole plan, the reason why that those that scene repeats mm-hmm. is because he's using her as bait to find the killer and so he's like okay so you go to the bar do your routine again walk home mm-hmm. and we see the same kind of shots again uh and then when you get back to your apartment he'll probably have followed you right and then he like didn't quotation marks yeah and the, like they they get to the fucking just the door of her apartment he doesn't even like come in they don't like debrief about it like okay so blah 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 you know it's like there's nothing mm-hmm. it's, it's literally he's just like oh well thanks for trying yeah and she's like okay all right and she like unlocks her door and goes into her apartment and then the fucking closet door kind of opens and you see that he is in her apartment i was so pissed at the pi at that point cliff right yeah yeah because like he knew from that original case that the call came from in the house. The guy gets in the house. Mm-hmm. Fucking check it. That is exactly what I wrote ah. down. I was like, he's in the apartment because of course he is. Yeah. Like, he had to have broken into that house at the beginning of the movie. How do you just go like, oh, well, I guess he didn't follow you home. There's no way he's here at this apartment that he knows is yours now. Yeah. Like, you <laughs> fucking moron. So then obviously he pops out of the, no, he doesn't pop out of the closet. She goes into the closet and he's not in there anymore. Right. And then he just like comes from around the corner or something. Yeah. And like grabs her and is he says something about wanting to be her friend mm-hmm. or something as he's standing like three inches from her <laughs> face with his hand over her mouth yeah and so she starts screaming the whole friend thing just seems so weird to me because it was like i don't understand this dude's psychology at all i don't understand what his like disorder is i have no fucking yeah. clue we've been following him for like an hour <laughs> and i have no idea what this dude is doing because it's like okay it, he killed the kids and he was calling Jill, so he has some sort of fixation on Jill, maybe? Or was it just because she happened to be there? So then when it comes to this, it's like, okay, so Jill's out of the picture, apparently. So there's this new woman that he's tracked down, and now he has a fixation on. Uh, so is he going to kill her? But instead he wants to be her friend? Yeah. Like what? What are you? What is? What is this? So she starts screaming, which brings Cliff running back, mm-hmm. and then he gets in there, and he's too fucking late. Yeah, <laughs> and he like runs to the window and like looks out and sees that the dude has like made his way all the way down the building, mm-hmm. and he's like down at the street. Yeah. Tracy, meanwhile, is now like huddled in a ball against the wall of her apartment, mm-hmm. like sobbing mm-hmm. because of this horrifying thing that just happened, and he just bolts past her yep and i was like dude look 
<laughs> you and the way that you are, you are never catching this guy. Yeah. Right now. You are never going to like run out of this building and run out into the streets and catch up with him and catch him. Yeah. Why the fuck do like you're just leaving her here to be traumatized? Mm-hmm. Like you can't even just be like, hey, hey, it'll be okay, it'll be okay, or anything. Yeah. He's just like, fuck you. I need to catch this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I also don't understand why he refused to use a gun. I'm assuming some sort of bullet tracing sort of thing, making it more discreet, something. I don't know. It just seems insane to me that it's like it he <laughs> he's been hired. To find this guy. Mm-hmm. Also, said guy is a murderer. Yeah. Who escaped from a mental institution. You could so easily claim self-defense. This is true. You know what I mean? Like, there, I, I highly doubt there would be anybody who would question it. Yeah. If he was like, hey, so I tracked him down and he came at me, so I shot him. Yeah. I, sorry, there was, wasn't anything else I could do. Yeah. But, the, but since he doesn't bring a gun because he's an asshole and he's just going to, like, throw darts at him. I don't even know what those weapons were. I th- I think they were lock picking tools of some sort, like not lock pick noodle noodles. <laughs> uh, lock picking needles. Okay, it was just like when he tracks him down after that sequence at the at the mission mm-hmm. where he's sleeping with all the other vagrants in that room full of beds, which is like I guess that's a thing that used to be a thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but I, I kind of liked that sequence when Cliff was searching for him there. Because it felt like they took a slasher movie and turned it on its head. Mm-hmm. Where it was like the bad guy, the murderer, is sitting there in bed as mm-hmm. someone is searching for him and mm-hmm. then has to escape. And especially that one moment when Cliff like bursts through those doors. Yeah. Like he doesn't just open the doors. He literally breaks one of them off of its hinges mm-hmm. as he's like coming after him. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is actually kind of cool mm-hmm. that, that it's happening this way. But then the end of the movie just completely unravels it. Because I was like, okay, is this going somewhere? Is it going to be like, oh, and then Cliff realizes like what a monster he's become? You know, uh, maybe. But it's like that still wouldn't work because you still have the whole thing about the fact that he murdered children with his bare hand. (laughs) Like he's so evil Mm -hmm. that it's like you couldn't really make that switch. Yeah. And be like, oh, I feel so bad for this guy. (laughs) Because it's like, (laughs) well, he is a monster. Yeah. Which apparently he didn't remember. Yeah, it seemed like he did have, I guess that was some part of the, like, antipsychotics or whatever drugs or whatever he was getting. Yeah, all the electroshock that he got, according to that nurse, who was completely useless. Actually, she wasn't useless. Cliff was useless. Mm -hmm. Because she's like, all the information you're looking for is in this folder. Yeah. And then he's just like, listen, lady. (laughs) I was like, dude, just read the folder. Yeah, like, look around you. She doesn't have time for your bullshit. Yeah, there's so many more things that are going on in her life and this is the one thing you're supposed to be doing mm-hmm. and you're like god damn it i have to read yeah <laughs> <laughs> you suck cliff you kind of really suck yeah but yeah that moment at the mission where he's like mm-hmm. looking in the mirror and then he has like flashbacks to the murder and just like freaks out and 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 drops into like a fetal position mm-hmm. so this whole time he didn't even know that he was a murderer i guess that sort of thing i, I wrote a note really really late into the movie it feels like this movie was put together wrong. Like, it feels like they had all these pieces to a movie mm-hmm. and then just, like, accidentally edited it wrong. <laughs> and we're just like, oh, no. Well, release it. You know, like... That uh, makes sense. Barely. <laughs> but because it's like, all that shit happens, he keeps chasing him, he, he winds up not catching him mm-hmm. in the city at all. 
there's that moment where he's just like running and then he like pounds on that dumpster because he's mad that he didn't catch him and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, so so Cliff's terrible at this. And this killer guy apparently didn't even know he was a killer. Because mm-hmm. uh, the moment where he realizes that he was a murderer happens before Cliff chases him out of the mission. Yeah. And also like corners him in a basement mm-hmm. but fails to subdue him because the only weapons he brought were those stupid needle things yeah <laughs> it was like god cliff you are just the worst you are just the absolute worst like dr loomis would be embarrassed <laughs> looking at you and being like that isn't how you chase a murderer you bring a fucking six shooter and you scream in everyone's faces um but after that finally we get back to jill and now she is married and mm-hmm. she has two children of her own. Mm-hmm. And then it, it starts showing like her and her husband getting ready to go out and mm-hmm. a babysitter shows up. And I just wrote down this movie is a flat circle. <laughs> I, it's funny because I wrote circle of life. Her kids get murdered. <laughs> I mean, essentially, that's what you're you know, yeah. expecting. Yeah. But it's like, OK, so this is happening Man, this would mean so much more if I if we followed her at all mm-hmm. so that we could see how she has dealt with this. Because it seems like she isn't even thinking, like this hasn't even crossed her mind that this scenario is very similar mm-hmm. to that horrible, fateful night way yeah. back when. You know what I mean? Because it's literally the exact same thing. It's like her and her husband getting ready to go. The kids are upstairs. They're already asleep. Here's the babysitter. You know the 911, blah, 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 like mm-hmm. whatever. So they go out to dinner, and again, since we haven't been with these characters this whole movie, I'm just like, just get to what you're getting in that movie. Yeah. Like, you're trying to cram, like, a third act into the last 15 minutes of this movie, (laughs) and it's just like, okay, look, if we're going to do this, just do it. I don't care about his fucking promotion or the fucking waiter (laughs) bringing their food or anything. It's like, just get to to it. Get to what we're getting at. And it shows just before they go back to to her, it shows legs in in the street, mm-hmm. and there's a newspaper on the ground, and then the person reaches down and picks up the newspaper, mm-hmm. and then it just moves on, and it's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and then they reveal that like, oh, she was in the newspaper for something, mm-hmm. and so it's like, okay, so he saw a newspaper with her picture in it, but mm-hmm. just her picture it's the newspaper they don't like put your fucking contact information and like you know your address and shit yellow pages that's true either way still like that information (laughs) fine he he could get that information Mm -hmm. the rest of the information that he needs to make the end of this movie happen is absurd yes so she and her husband go to the restaurant Mm -hmm. and then the waiter comes over and is like oh are you jill you have a phone call Mm -hmm. and it's like okay yeah that kind of shit used to happen where (laughs) where you couldn't just call someone's phone you had to call the place they were at right uh and it's like okay so she goes over picks up the phone and hears why haven't you checked on the children? Here's the same voice again. Mm-hmm. Starts freaking out. Like, I loved that. Yeah. Like, I loved that whole moment because it was like, oh, that is like, that would be fucking a nightmare. Yeah. After all these years and now you have your own kids and mm-hmm. oh my God, you hear that and you're just like, fuck. Reasonable reaction. Yeah. And she's freaking out. And in the back of my head, I'm like, how did he know that they were at that restaurant? I mean, the only thing that I, the only like excuse that I can come up with was you know, obviously, like L- Yellow Pages finds her address, gets in because he can just easily break into houses, apparently. Yeah. And then, you know, they leave the number for the restaurant on the fridge or something like that. 
mm-hmm. for the babysitter. Okay. So I guess so. But I just having still, been a babysitter. Yeah, that's I, true. I was. I absolutely <laughs> was never a babysitter. Um, but a huge thing about it, though, that then like just it it continues to not make any sense because it's like okay. So he hasn't killed anybody else in this movie other than those two kids at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So then he does this thing because he sees her picture and I guess. It triggers like, Yeah, it something. triggers something. Mm-hmm. We don't see that again. Yeah. <laughs> the movie is just like, no, they'll figure it out, I guess. And it's like, but wait. Yeah. Again, I don't understand this guy at all. I don't understand what he's going through, what mm-hmm. his mindset is. So it's like, so he saw the picture and it freaked him out and he f- tracked her down, like rationally tracked her down. Like, hmm, I will look up her name and I will find her in the yellow pages and I will find out where that address is specifically. And I, you know, or hail a taxi with money I apparently have, even though I'm homeless technically. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like (laughs) he he has to be super rational to figure out how to get there and yet turns into just like a "Ah," psycho when he's there. Yeah. But it's like, okay, so he's there to murder her children? Is that what it's all about? And then they get home and the kids aren't murdered. Yeah. And I was like, okay, good for them. It's not like I was disappointed. Like, oh, man, <laughs> they didn't murder any more kids. But it was just like, oh, okay. Is that going to be it? Like, yeah. Cliff failed to find him and then he threatened Jill and then he's just, he just disappears into the night or something. Mm-hmm. And then it has what I assume is like the second thing they thought of when they were making this. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, yeah, there's the whole opening sequence where she's babysitting and the calls are coming from inside the house. Oh, yeah, that's super cool. People will fucking love it. It'll terrify everybody. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What else should happen? Like, well, what about if right at the end she thinks it's her husband next to her in bed, but it's actually the killer? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Okay. All right, and what else happens? Well, we got two things. We'll just fill in the rest of it with some <laughs> shit about Cliff and whatever. You know, it, it, it was so silly. And also just the fact that it was like, so she went to her kid's bedroom mm-hmm. to check on them. I think she went downstairs briefly. But either way, yeah. she's in a, a quiet, late night house. Mm-hmm. And she does not hear her husband being like, apparently attacked yeah. and rendered unconscious and shoved into a closet. <laughs> you know, it, it was just like, what, what is, what, what? I, yeah. Like I, I had a feeling, I, I, truthfully, I thought he was dead. I thought she was going to go and like mm-hmm. rub, like, shake her husband and it turns out that he's dead. Yeah. And then the killer would pop out. Yeah. So it caught me by surprise mm-hmm. being like, oh, hey, it's him. <laughs> but then it was just like, wait, so what's happening? Wait, like, <laughs> why was he just laying there waiting for her? Like, I don't know. He doesn't have an M.O. That's my big problem. Yeah. It's not like, oh, this guy, he'll murder you. He'll just chase you down the halls and kill you. It's like, no, sometimes he just hangs around and then kills your kids. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he pretends he's your husband. Sometimes like, sometimes he breaks in and just says and says he just wants to be your friend. Yeah, there was no there's no like consistency to yeah. what this dude is capable of or wants to do <laughs> or anything like that. So then, uh, you know, and then Cliff just shows up and shoots him, mm-hmm. which felt very Halloween. We're just like, oh, yeah, like Dr. Loomis when he mm-hmm. shows up at the end and shoots him, except we've been following all these characters through Halloween. So it makes sense. Yeah. And in this case. <laughs> You've been following Cliff for an hour, and mm-hmm. then you kind of drop him mm-hmm. to follow Jill again, and then you're like, oh, wait, we could just cram them together right yeah. at the end. <laughs> and he shoots fucking Duncan and kills him, and then it turns out the husband isn't dead because he looked dead. And then, yeah. and then, weird thing, too. Husband falls out of the closet, mm-hmm. looks totally dead. Jill looks over at him and is like, oh. Then 
<laughs> fucking Cliff goes over and like checks on him, and you see that he's like breathing, mm-hmm. and then she starts sobbing. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, I, I guess it was just like uh, a release, like now that everything mm-hmm. is technically okay, she can like let it out. Yeah, but it seemed again. Like I was saying about how the movie seemed put together wrong. Mm-hmm. It seemed like the shots were like, he. it seemed like he should have fallen out and she would have been like, no. And then she sees him breathing and goes like, oh, good. Mm-hmm. And it was like, what happened? You guys fucking got it swapped <laughs> up in there? Like it just, it was, it, it's, it's such a yeah. fucking weird movie. So strange. I was not expecting pretty much anything past the first 20 minutes yeah like the first 20 minutes felt like exactly what i thought a movie called a stranger calls would be i was like yep here we go (laughs) and then see in my mind it would have been like that that would have happened and then we would have followed jill (laughs) a little bit and then he would have then then like side story is duncan escaping Mm -hmm. and while we're following her and blah 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 whatever and then she would get that call you know, maybe another 20 minutes into the movie to yeah. alert her that he has escaped. And then there would be some more back and forth, blah, blah, blah. And then you'd actually get a, a finale to it. Yeah. But this movie, it seemed like it was it was just like, OK, we got a beginning and we got an ending. The fuck goes in the middle. Detective stuff. Yeah. A detective movie with the worst detective possible. <laughs> Man, I really I was like this. This is a fucking weird movie. That's why yeah. the last note just had to be. <laughs> this was fucking weird. <laughs> one thing real quick is that like essentially we've gone through the whole thing. But mm-hmm. one note that I have in here that I thought was so funny that I didn't really get to. Because there's that guy, Charlie, the the tall black cop who's, mm-hmm. who's Cliff's friend. Mm-hmm. And he tells Charlie that he's going to murder him. Yeah. Straight up admits that yeah, he's just pre- like, to premeditated murder. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to capture him. I am going to murder him. And <laughs> Charlie's response, it wasn't immediate. It was like he said that. And then he was like, oh, Cliff. And they like talk a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But it was the fact that his response was, you are straining our friendship, Cliff. Yeah. What an understatement. Yeah. You're like, hey, man, your want to murder people is really putting a strain on our friendship. (laughs) So weird. I'd really like you to not want to kill people. Yeah, I would prefer it if you didn't, Cliff. (laughs) I mean, I don't really think there's much more to say about this. I don't think there's much Uh, more that can be said. Yeah, it's, it's a really strange movie. Honestly... If, if I was being completely honest with somebody and they were like, hey, should mm-hmm. I watch this movie? And I would say, watch the first 20 minutes. Yeah. Watch it until Carol <laughs> Kane disappears. Yeah. <laughs> as watch soon it until as the cops out. show up. Yeah, until the cops show up and then you can just shut it off and be like, wasn't that fun? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But uh, I think that is going to wrap up the first week of Scary Movie Month on Popcorn for Dinner. Mm-hmm. Very excited for next week if all things go well. Uh, and the movie that we're going to watch is still on the service that it is. Uh, I am very excited for it. We have a few options. We've decided, and we, I mean, just in general, we've it's sort of a yeah. osmosis thing. We didn't sit down and talk about it. It's just a realization after doing this for so long <laughs> is that it's like, okay, yeah, we got to be flexible. Yeah. And maybe not mention it on the episode beforehand so that we don't <laughs> say <laughs> something that we wind up not being able to do. Yeah. Because for this movie, it literally... It expired on Showtime the next day. 
we sat down to watch it and it was like it expires tomorrow like oh shit yeah okay we better watch it then yeah. <laughs> so it's like hopefully everything is in place mm-hmm. but i am very excited for next week's movie we're gonna jump into the 80s not mm. very far though yeah like I, i'm pretty certain that this is 79 and i think the movie is 81 yeah yes. so it's like the next decade but it's just two years later technically yeah technically <laughs> the next decade but uh that is gonna wrap it up for this week on popcorn for dinner this is jeff and kelly I don't know why I keep coming back to this dump. 